welcome back. Thanks for being here with me today. I have a great episode for you today on several different tips that will help you reduce your heating bill. So these are things you can put in place right now to start saving money on your very next heating bill. So stay with me. Welcome to Frugal Living for Families. Are you ready to help your family thrive, not just survive on a single income? If so, you are in the right place. Together, we are going to save money, learn to be thrifty, budget the easy way, lower expenses, and work toward becoming debt-free. Hi, my name is Mandy Lewis, and I cannot wait to help you care well for your family, find peace, and change your family's financial future. So, reach your hand into those crumb-infested couch cushions, grab those loose quarters, and let's get saving. Did you know we have a Facebook group called Frugal Living for Families? I would love to have you come join me over there. We have a great community that supports each other and shares all of our ideas so we can continue to save money, get out of debt, and just improve our family's financial situation, even on one income. I want you to become a stay-at-home mom that you desire to be or to thrive if you already are a stay-at-home mom and your family is struggling financially. Hop on over to the group. We'd love to have you over there. All right, friend, let's jump right in on some tips you can put into place right now to start saving money on your heating bill. Now, this first one you've heard before, but I have some additional follow-up points that can help you out. So the first one is to lower your thermostat. I know you've heard this to set it for a lower temperature, but here are some things that may help you with this. If this is something that doesn't appeal to you, maybe you're like me and tend to be on the cold side. Um, I do not like reducing my thermostat, but these other ideas will help you be able to actually start lowering your thermostat, which will save you money right away. So the first one is when we are in a transition season, like fall, when summer's kind of turning into fall and it's starting to get cooler, see how long you can wait before you even turn the thermostat on at all. So this is something where you get those, those couple months where it's like some days are really cold, some days are hot. The, the weather is just up and down, up and down. If your area is anything like ours in Oregon, we can have 80 degree days in October and we can have 40 degree days. So it really depends. So I really try to get all the way to November before I even turn the thermostat on. Sometimes that just means I gotta get through a day or two and then the weather is going to be warm again. So make sure you're watching your weather and plan accordingly. Also just try lowering it one degree, that's it. To start, just lower it by one degree and see if you can tolerate it. See if it really makes any much difference to you or anyone in your family. You may forget about it and not even think about it. So you may be just fine with lowering it by one degree and that actually will help your bill. Once you notice that you're fine or set a reminder for a couple days later, go ahead and try one more degree lower and just keep repeating this until you and see where you can get it to and still be comfortable in your home. Now, when you leave your home for long periods of time, even a few hours, that is a great time to lower your thermostat. So lower if you're going to be out for the day, if you go to work and no one's home during the day, um, try lowering it quite a bit. You may be a little cold when you come home, but you're probably still going to be wearing coats. 
you can just leave your coat on while you're rewarming your home back up. So that's a great way to save money when nobody is even here to feel it. And then of course, you've heard this before too, also turn it down at night. So when you go to bed, that is a great time to lower the temp. Studies actually show that we tend to sleep better in a cooler environment than in a warmer environment. So if you need to put more blankets on your bed, you probably will have a better night's sleep having a cool room, but a nice warm bed that you're laying in with more blankets. It'll be more cozy. And that is when I have the best night's sleep. And then the last tip I have around your thermostat is to invest in a programmable thermostat. Check with your local utility company because some areas will actually give you a free one. So you can check, it doesn't hurt. They may say no, it doesn't hurt to ask. You may get a free thermostat that is a programmable one, but investing in one, if you have a little bit of extra budget that month can actually then in the long term save you more money than it costs you. So it can be a really great investment. It allows you to program the temp that you want at any time of the day and each day can be different. So you can automatically set it for every night when you go to bed to go down several degrees and then you can actually have it start warming back up a little bit earlier before you're about to get out of bed. Nobody likes to get out of bed when the house is freezing. So you can set the thermostat to warm it back up about a half an hour before you're going to get out of bed and you won't really have realized that you saved a lot of money during the night. And then if you have certain work schedules, it will automatically, you can set it to go down when you're gone and come back on to warm up the house a little bit before you're going to get home. So again, you're walking into a nice inviting home, but you saved money during the day. All right, so these next sets of tips are around getting your bill on equal pay. So a lot of utility companies allow for equal pay. It is something you do have to sign up for and typically they will make sure that you have, you meet the requirements, which, which means you pay your bills on time. If you are somebody who notoriously pays your bills late, they most likely will not approve for you to get onto equal pay, but equal pay is great for your budget because you can set an exact budgeted amount every single month. It doesn't fluctuate and they will go off of your most recent 12 months, typically an average of what your bill was or what your usage was for heat. So they're going to go off of your average and decide what your amount would be that's equal. So with this, the timing can really save you money for a little while. The best timing for you to notice right away is right when the cool weather starts. So right when you are about to turn your thermostat on, that is the first bill that will be higher because you are now using your heat again for the winter, for the fall, the cold months. So that bill would be higher. That's the time to start up, set up for equal pay. So by doing it in the winter months when your bill normally would go way up, it's going to be a lower because it's taking your average amount. So you're going to start receiving just the average equal pay amount to pay for the winter months, that particular winter versus what it would have gone up to. So make sure you are paying your bill each and every month on time in order to stay on this program as well. Once you have been approved for equal pay, um, you can be kicked off of it if you pay late. So make sure that you are prioritizing paying that on time so that you do not get removed from the program. And then by reducing the thermostat that winter, little by little, the next year later, when they take 
they will again look at the most recent 12 months and come up with your new monthly average you may reduce your new monthly average and now for the next year your payment is even lower and another tip with your heating bill is to contact your utility company and just see if you qualify for any electrical assistance. There are energy assistance programs in certain areas and depending on your income level, this can be something that you may, your family may qualify for. Sometimes it's only a one-time cash incentive and other times it is a reduction of a certain percent every single month on your bill. So see if you qualify for that and you may have some additional savings each and every month. All right, so these next few tips are around the next step, which is to wear warmer clothes. So first and foremost, to wear warmer clothes, of course, you're going to be able to be more comfortable in your home with a lower temperature. So layering up can be huge. Adding on zip up hoodies like I have on right now, allows me to, if I get too warm at any point, like a lot of times when I'm doing laundry, I get way too hot. Are you like that? I don't know. And I start sweating and I'm like ripping the jacket off. So then I have a t-shirt on. So by not wearing something that's just like a big bulky sweater, but it's actually in layers, allows you to layer up, layer down as your heat and temps fluctuate throughout the day. You can also get gloves that don't have the fingers, right? They're, they're cut, the fingers are cut out, which still allows you to do things. You can wear those in the house throughout the day for some added heat. The limbs are hands, arms, legs, feet. Those tend to get the coldest because when our body is cold, it tries to keep the heat right in the torso where all of our organs are, right? That's part of our survival, the way we've been set up. So keeping your hands warm, your feet warm, is really, really a great way to help you not lose heat and also on your head. So don't be afraid to wear a beanie inside your home. Nobody's watching, nobody cares. They're actually in style anyway. So wear a beanie, you can even wear also a scarf if you want around your neck, you'll feel cozier and those are easy things to take off if you get too warm. Another tip is to wear two socks. So if you have two pairs of socks on, you can keep your feet a lot warmer and of course slippers help with that too so put on those cozy slippers as well as socks and you will be bundled up and warm you can also invest in thermal underwear which can go underneath your clothes for another layer of heat and they're really comfy so you don't really mind wearing them or feel like you're wearing too many things all right this next tip is to move around your house more so here are a few ideas for that so exercise is a great idea for warming up. Running around your house, walking, if you have any exercise equipment using that, putting on an exercise video on your TV and working out to that, what, whatever your preferences for exercise. Another way to move your body more is to spend the time that you tend to be the coldest on your chore time. So take care of the dishes, take care of the laundry, mopping and sweeping. Mopping, man, that makes you sweat. So choose that time for all of your errands and doing things that you, makes you up and moving around your house. You'll forget about how cold you are. You may actually get a little too warm. So chores, spending that time is a great time to warm up. And then just have some fun. Dance around your house. Get, on, get a dance party going on with your kids. Put on some fun music that they love. Get up, move your body, and your kids will have a great time. You will make some great memories. That's quality time. And even if you're by yourself, get up and dance. All right, this next tip is to cook and bake wisely. So what do I mean by that? 
Well, using your oven during the off peak times um, is a great way to have your bill go up slower. So as you are using your appliances, there are certain peak times and you can check with your utility company to find out what those peak times are. Think about when everybody else would be using their oven, it's going to be at dinner time, right? That is in your area going to be pretty universal time. So by using yours at an off peak time, baking in maybe late morning, for example, can be a great way to save on your bill. And then also don't forget to open your oven door when you are done so that all, let all of that heat that you've already paid to generate, let it out into your kitchen and it'll warm you up. You can also stand, I love to stand there and put my hands over it and warm up my hands. Also using some other methods for cooking can save you a lot of money. Things like your crock pot, if you have an instant pot, um, even just your microwave. By cooking with those appliances, you are going to be using less heat and ele less electricity for cooking your meals. So letting a crock pot cook your meal all day long versus turning on your oven will, will save you a lot of money and it's a lot faster typically and it's great to have dinner already ready to go. And then the last idea for that is to plan some meals that don't even require cooking. These can be great like sandwiches, if you like pasta salads, anything that you can eat colder. Sometimes there are certain soups that you can make that are meant to eat cold. Veggie salad with a lot of veggies on it. So look for those easy times when you can make a meal that doesn't require cooking and you'll just save you even more money. All right, another area that's really important for lowering your heating bill is to winterproof your house. All the, there are many ways that you can do this and some you may have heard and some you may have not. So see if any of these areas still need to be done for your home. And one is to seal any drafts that you feel. So this is around doors that go to the outside, front door, back door. If you have a door that goes from the garage to the outside, um, check and see if there's any drafts coming in. You can use weather stripping to help seal those drafts off so that cool air is not coming in and your warm air is not going out. But also check all of your windows. So windows can be another area where some drafts come in as the caulking around the window maybe starts to break down. You may have areas where it just needs to be re-caulked in that spot and it will help seal off a draft. If you have any rooms you don't use often, close the vents in those rooms. So for me, I have a vent in my laundry room that is not the vent to the outside, it is the vent for heat and air conditioning to come into that room. So I close that off, we don't use it very often. So any rooms that you don't tend to use, close those vents and prevent that heating from going into that room and costing you more money when no one is using that. Now along also with the windows is when you have sun coming in on a certain area of your home, coming in through the windows, that's the time to open those curtains, open the blinds, let that sun pour in. So that sun will naturally heat up that room for you. And then at night, make sure you close all of your curtains and blinds to help just have an extra layer of insulation on your windows. I hope these tips have helped you out. I hope you found something today that you are going to implement into your family and see that if it changes your heating bill, if you found something you're going to try, leave it in the comments, I'm curious. And if you have other ideas as well, please also leave those in the comments so that we can all continue to lower our heating bill. So thanks for tuning in today and blessings to your family.